Welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. All right, good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Dana Nicola Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's that he wants you to win with life, money, and business. And, you know, um, I do, too. I do, too. I have joined in the uh, fight for financial intelligence with God, especially during this time. I can tell you right now, the voices are very slim or dim as to who's talking to believers concerning God's will and your finances. And, um, you know, we're talking about it in a very practical and I just say real way. I don't know how to do it any different. I know that sometimes we talk about the words like, you know, we want abundance and we want prosperity and and things like that. But I'm going to tell you something. You need financial intelligence. That's one step above. That's one next level to financial literacy. And I need you to understand the difference between the two in a moment. And I want you to also uh, go back to Genesis 1, and we're going to be in Genesis 1 and 28 again. Yesterday, we did the prelude with Genesis 1, 27 through 28, but we got to stand on this because this is one of the biggest dysfunctions when it comes to our finances and the idea of being fruitful and to multiply. I don't think that many people are really understanding the very vitality of this right now, to be fruitful and to multiply. And that means you can't do it without seeds in the ground. So uh, let's talk about this. You might have a business, you might have money, um, but are you doing what the word said you should be doing with what you have? Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is a day that you've made, and we're glad we're joyous. We're here in the land of the living. Heavenly Father, we've come well over 1,100 times asking you to um, give us the mind of Christ. In this season, we also need the courage of David, and we also need the wisdom of Solomon. Of course, your servant Job showed us the power of faith and perseverance. I can tell you right now, dear Lord, many of us as believers in this world today are not fully equipped with those things that you've left as very clear examples with your servants in the word. But on this day, I'm standing in the gap, oh dear Lord, for those who don't believe that you are still speaking right now, that you are still giving direction right now, and that your word and your promises are still yea and amen right now. Your word tells us to be fruitful and to multiply. But the instructions for today's world have not been clear. They've even been muzzled by those who want to tell the truth or mishandled by those who know the truth. Let's clear all of that up right now. We are not worried about 
what has happened. We are focused on what we want to happen as it is in alignment with your will and your way. We honor you and we bless you as we're going out to do these great exploits in your name. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we seal this prayer and give thanks. Amen. So let's go to Genesis 1 and 28, and I want you to uh, take a look at this as we continue the mistakes that you're making that's really holding you back from getting what God has for you. And concerning finances, and I'm going to tell you, some people say money is not everything, but I'm going to tell you something. Those who say that, I want to hear the advice they're going to have for you if you have no money. What advice are they going to give you as to food, shelter, for you to even just be able to move around and maneuver and even live life during these tough times? What is the answer to that? And I want you to know that money is definitely not our master. We've established that God is our master, but he has given us the authority to master money. So Genesis 1 and 28 says, Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish, over the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Now, what I want you to understand is that if God blessed them, that means he blessed you. God is not an Indian giver. And so he never changed his mind, but is what he said about you concerning money on your mind. We talked about yesterday one of the biggest mistakes is not a clear and concise vision on your finances and how are you going to maneuver through that. An idea is, is the, the goal is to eventually have money working harder for you than you do. And that means that you may have a season of needing to work hard, but that season can be shorter with the right information, with the right data, with the right um, compliance to that data as well. Many people have heard some things I've said over the years, and they just won't do it. But in this season, God has me very clearly focused as a servant, as a voice in the nation at this time for those who have the ears to hear. Being that I have built organizations in an industry that I know that the word of mouth can build and impact millions of people, it's not the fact that everyone in the world is not hearing me now. It's the fact that you are. And you're not going to be able to just, you know, influence and impact just by regurgitating or trying to imitate what I'm saying. It will happen through you actually implementing what I'm sharing with you. This is the world right now of a real deal. And many of the people who are not real deal are and will be exposed very, very brutally There are going to be some things that are going to happen that only God is telling certain people, and they won't have an answer for you. I know you can already see it even with our government. 
So the first mistake we talked about is a very clear and concise vision for you and your family financially. Have you considered that? Have you put even a dollar on the dream? Have you gone through and said, what does my life really cost me? I'm going to do this through the, the, the um, challenge that we will be starting. I know you say, like, when are we going to start the challenge? Just be patient. I'm giving you free game in the meantime. Let's implement some things that you're given, and let's, let's move along. So, you know, you'll be a head start with the challenge. But the next thing is, is that we're budgeting. We're, this is the next mistake. Some of us have no budgets at all, but some of us are budgeting, but we're not really clearly budgeting with all the dollars that we're spending. We're spending dollars. We're not investing enough of it, but I want to talk to you about the spending dollars, and I want you to do this assignment. I want you to pull out your bank statement, and I want you to take a review because the word told us to be fruitful and to multiply, and I want you to look at your fruit in your bank statement. How much is incoming versus how much is outgoing? And I want you to know that when we start looking at what's outgoing, outgoing is the opposite of addition or multiplication. That's subtraction or division. It's the opposite of what God told us to do with the fruit. It's the opposite. This is not, this is not, this financial intelligence is not where they're making it seem like you have to be Einstein. But Einstein so happened to be the one who says that compounding is the eighth wonder of the world and compounding is a derivative of multiplication. So he's not the biggest genius God is. And so I want you to take a look at that, and I need you to look at your bank statement. And I need you to look at that and say, well, of the list of things that's on the outgo, how much of that is coming back to me more than it left? So let me rephrase it one more time and just ask you, Was that intentional spending, meaning that you knew that it was investing? Or are you just giving away your fruit? The mistake of the budgeting where we're looking at our wants as needs. And ignoring the need to multiply money, that's the real cause of financial challenges. It's not the fact you're not making enough money. It's what you do when you get it. And if it's not clear, if you could look at your outgo and there's more leaving out that's not going into things that would multiply your money, there's a challenge, meaning, hey, putting money into a business that is thriving and growing or have the potential, you're putting the money in the business with the intention for it to grow, that's a way to multiply money. 
especially if you're in a highly leveraged business. But if you penny pinch for that, then no. But now you say, I know we have some Bible readers who say, I tithe no matter what. I am giving to the kingdom. And I 100% co-sign with that. But you need to tithe to your legacy too. How much of that income is also going to multiply where it's going to come back? Your grain is across that sea for a time where it's going to come back. So mistake number one, no vision. Mistake number two is we're making budgets, but we're not really scathing and looking at it with the right pair of eyes and the idea of there's more outgo that's not multiplying. And so what that means is that we're spending money on things. The third mistake that we've categorized as needs when what we need to be doing is putting money where it multiplies. Just take a look at your bank statements, and I need you to start doing some highlighters. Your money problem is not that there's not enough stimulus payments. Your money problem is not that you didn't earn enough money. Your money problem is that you are not intentional with your fruit to multiply the money. Now, I know what they said. You just got to save. You need your 401k. I know what they said, that you just got to have a savings account that bear you a little bit of interest. But I just want to tell you, as a person that have your best interest in mind. With the rate of inflation, which we'll talk about on tomorrow, the rate of inflation, if wherever your money is going, typically rate of inflation 1% to 2%, if your rate of inflation is not at least above 5%, that's why they will tell you, hey, go multiply your money at least 7% so that you can beat inflation, then you're losing money. Those storefront banks that we're putting our money into, yeah, they're storefront banks with the big bright signs. The banks that are really helping you multiply money, many of us probably don't even know their names. But you will if you hang out long enough. What I want us to do is I need us to become financially intelligent. He might say her tone of voice is very strong. I'm just trying to get your attention. If my voice don't get your attention, the ramifications of not hearing this voice and doing what it says will definitely get your attention. I want you to know that this is definitely out of love. Sometimes love can sting a little bit, but the ones who are massaging you, they're making way more money than you, and they want to keep it like that. The ones who are telling you that all you got to do is budget and credit, 
I'm telling you right now. That's what I thought a long time ago. And I encourage you that you definitely have to do the basics. But what I just shared with you is very basic. It was in the beginning from God. In the beginning from God, as a matter of fact, by the time anyone is in fifth grade, they know enough math to become more than a millionaire. But school is not teaching us that. Why? Because school didn't teach our teachers that. Why? Because the world's plan is very different from God's plan. I love you. God bless you. This is going to be a huge movement that's evolving right now before your eyes. It's evolving, but you've got to get involved for the betterment of your family and those who you touch. I love you. God bless you.